Today, the topic is about spiritual fitness and meditating on the uh, perspective that all things must pass. And also that um, we can develop an awareness. And by develop, I mean increase our awareness and our awareness capacity so that we go beyond fear. Fear is a level of consciousness through which we interact with the world in a certain way. And we judge what's happening based on a limited perspective. So I will be making the case today about the ways in which we can expand our awareness and our perspective, almost synonymous words, uh, at least the way I'm using them, so that uh, we can go beyond this plane of fear, which is a non-productive uh, plane of, of consciousness. And then I'll talk a little bit about the practicalities of developing an awareness program. There's uh, always a program for humans. Of course, there's a program for animals also, but it's more dictated by nature. But human beings can rewrite their own, rewrite their program based on a wisdom and direction from those who have chalked out a path. And by following that program, by working the program, they can elevate themselves. This is one of the fundamental theses of, upon which uh, uh, practice and as primarily what I'm talking about here is spiritual practice in body, mind, and spirit is based. So how does that sound to everybody? Great. Nobody said no. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, I'm going to take some uh, reflections, and this will be interactive. So when, when I do take reflections, feel free to unmute yourself at the bottom of the screen. And if you want to be seen also which we don't mind because with all this social distancing going on, it's good to see some other humans, happy humans or unhappy, for <laughs> whichever in various places. Hey, Anna, good to see you. Why don't we just start with a, a couple of you, give a very brief um, call in, uh, like why you joined the call today. Just uh, if you have any thoughts, what inspired you to sign up and, and come on? Anyone want to say? It'll just help develop that atmosphere of, of uh, reciprocity. Okay. I'll yeah. go ahead. Yes, please. Go ahead, man. Oh, okay, just say I'm David Hogg. Um, I joined today just because I'm very interested in the topic and really interested in see how I can expand who I am as a person and just improve. Love that. Thank you very much, David. Really great to have you. Thanks. Anyone else want to check in? I wanted to get a little bit more knowledge uh, about um, fear and stress, and I don't want to say like how to handle it, but maybe learn to um, pay more attention to other things instead of just focusing on being either that, that fear or that anger or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Very practical. Thank you for, for sharing that. That's very helpful. 
How about uh, two more? Anyone want to check in? What, what, what brought you here today? Go ahead, overcome the fear factor and just jump in. <laughs> hey, hey, Manu. It's Sarah. Oh, nice hi, to Sarah. see you. Great to hey. see you. Yeah. Um, yeah, fear is just like one of the biggest lessons personally of my life. Just uh, it seems to get in the way of like almost everything that I'm trying to attain at like a higher level or a deeper level. It usually is in the recipe of not for the whole reason of fear, it's fear related, or at least it's one of the reasons or blocks and barriers. Yeah, very nice. Very helpful. I'm sure it's something we can all relate to. Great. Thank you. And I think, uh, Anna, were you just about to jump in? Or, and Simone also. Go ahead, Simone. So I think in the current, uh, you know, in, in the light of everything that is happening worldwide right now, it is good to just check yourself also on, you know, how you feel and how fearful it can make you feel. And I think it's just very sneaky. Fear is sneaky. It's when it's in places we don't sometimes don't think to say that. Sometimes it's covered up by other emotions. So just yeah. was curious to hear your thoughts. I love it. Yeah, and through uh, dialectic and, you know, ex talking about it, there's a way in which we can sort of reverse engineer where it's coming from and discover where those sneaky spots it, are that it's coming in. And that really helps us develop an awareness. Part of one of the <clears throat> aspects of the, the spiritual approach is understanding that our basic consciousness is full of light. And when we bring that light out, it tends to dissipate the shadows very naturally. And fear is like a shadow, actually. Uh, one more, Anna, I think you were gonna jump in and then we'll, I'll, then I'll uh, start with a few of the agenda items. Are you there? Okay. Yeah, there you are. Okay, go ahead. Hi. Yes. Hi. <laughs> I'm excited to be here with everyone today to connect, to stay open and, and vulnerable. So, thank you. Open and vulnerable. Very good. Yes. This is uh, one of the main suggestions given in the wisdom literatures. Uh, for instance, Bhagavad Gita says uh, it starts with a, a list of, of 20 items that open one to knowledge and the secrets of the world. And the first two on the list are humility and pridelessness. And vulnerability falls somewhere in those, in those categories. Just being open to the fact that I don't know. And it's okay uh, to, to deal with the world as a mystery and not charge at it and say, you know, I'm going to take out all the secrets with a crowbar. If we're, if we're more open and admit that we're a little helpless, that can really uh, aid us on our path through life when I think that I'm supposed to figure everything out and that I should know everything, it, it's a little daunting. And sometimes uh, with the scientific approach, which is very much necessary in practical uh, aspects of life, sometimes it doesn't apply necessarily to our overall approach <laughs> to, to the world. Sometimes the, the point of being vulnerable and, and open and humble and feeling, embracing our helplessness is a way that ushers in a lot of, uh, paradoxically, a lot of help comes in when we admit that we're helpless. So thank you very, very much for sharing, all of you. So let me add a few thoughts to uh, 
to the conversation as we go forward. And the first uh, item that I, I, I listed in dealing with fearlessness through awareness is developing uh, a perspective that all things must pass. And there's a mantra <clears throat> uh, ascribed to this, uh, this too shall pass. And if you'd all say it one time, just so your, ear, your own ears can hear it, just say it one time, this too shall pass. Yeah. This too shall pass. Yeah. This too shall pass. This is there's a there's a a fable that comes with this that is uh, well known and it's told in many different ways as many fables are about a king who wanted to test his head minister. In fact, he wanted to give his minister a cause to be a little bit humble. So he he gave him a task. He said there is a, a ring and it is a ring that upon seeing it, a happy person will become sad and a sad person will become happy. And I want you to go out and find that ring and you have six months. You have to bring it back on the national holiday, which is six months from now and present it to me. So the minister very eager to please the king went out and for six months he searched all throughout the kingdom, asking everyone, um, is, is there any knowledge that you have in your family of such a ring? And of, of course, the king was thinking, this is a ridiculous task, he'll never find it. He just wanted him, the minister, to come back and admit that he couldn't find it. And this seemed to be the case on the last day. The minister decided to take a walk and very pensively, in a mood of sadness that he had failed in his mission was walking through the bazaar and it was early in the morning so the shopkeepers were just putting out their wares and he saw a venerable old man who was uh, putting out an ornate but worn carpet and he was setting upon it many of his uh, wares for sale like jewelry and he had rings so <clears throat> in a last act of desperation, the minister approached the man and said, have you ever heard of a ring upon which seeing a happy person becomes sad and a sad person becomes happy? And the merchant said, why, of course, I have it here and I will present it to you now. So he picked out from the stack an, a worn old golden ring and then he inscribed it and handed it over to the minister. The minister who had been morose looked at it and he smiled. He put it in his pocket and he headed back to meet the king. And in a mood of uh, being triumphant and completing his mission, he went before the king who was surrounded by his other courtesans. And the king said, so did you find it? And he replied, did the merchant, uh, did the minister? Yes, I found it much to the surprise of the king, and he handed it over to the king. And the king, who was smiling, then became sad, and his countenance changed. And the shopkeeper had inscribed on the inside of the ring that this too shall pass. And the king, in his mind, then thought, all my power, all my wealth, everything I have now it's only here for a few days and it'll be gone. 
and his joy in being the head person and having everything at his beck and call uh, would only be there for a, a short time and disappear. And so those who are sad at the time, if, if you're feeling lost, if you're feeling that you're oppressed, but you, you hear this saying, this too shall pass, then you'll be able to rise above. You're increasing your awareness. Your perspective is going higher above what it is now, locked into this is everything. And when you rise to that level, this too shall pass, you're embracing another reality from a higher level. You're seeing that the whole world is changing, but I'm not changing. I'm going to be the witness even as it changes from one thing to the next. So remember this mantra that this too shall pass because it's very powerful in staying what it is said in the Bhagavad Gita, uh, a text that I'll refer to again and again. It's a, it's a wisdom text that teaches the, the art of living and yoga. And in that teaching, the, the speaker, the teacher, Krishna, says that uh, one should practice being steady in happiness or distress, loss or gain, victory or defeat, stay the same, do your duty, but don't become consumed with the ups and downs. Uh, stay equal. Things are never as good as they seem or as bad as they seem. And this too shall pass. And uh, <clears throat> yesterday, when I was in my garden, I was uh, sitting doing my mantra meditation. And uh, I, I was looking out of the garden, appreciating how everyone in my garden, the little finches or flitting around as the sun was coming up, the earthworms were going across the garden path and everyone was moving about unconcerned with the stock market, with the um, coronavirus. And I saw the earthworm and I was mentally having a conversation with him. And it's like, hey, have you heard the news? <laughs> the world's in a tailspin. And the earthworm was like, no, nah, I haven't heard about that. <laughs> I'm going from this side of the path to the other side of the path because I smell some really good dirt. And I thought he has no real concern about the, the goings on in the world. And for a moment, I thought, well, let me have earthworm consciousness. Let me think the way an earthworm thinks. And suddenly grounded to the, the moving creatures in my garden, I felt like, oh, there's no real problem of the way the world's going. It's only my way that I think it has to go. When I uh, develop a, a, an idea that the world has to move in a certain way, and that is my way, and then it moves the opposite way, that's what I call trouble. And when it moves really fast in the way, I mean, it's always moving in an opposite way and I'm fighting against it. But when it moves really fast, against the way I thought it should go, that's what I call a disaster. <laughs> but what is a disaster to an earthworm? Uh, so I looked up uh, also when thinking about this idea of the changing natures and perspective and thinking about my friend, the earthworm, that the lifespan of different creatures because this helps with perspective is remembering what is the beginning and the end of, of our um, field of activity in this world to think in a, in a higher perspective. And 
oftentimes I can forget that I have a beginning and an end for this body in this world. And when I start to assume that I should stay forever in every situation I'm in, including in this uh, earthly body I have, then uh, there's, there's some sense that the world's moving against me. For instance, you know, I'm getting old. So why is that happening? <laughs> well, it happens to be uh, what happens uh, to a material body. And if I go against that, I mean, there's a lot of surgeries I could do, and there's a lot of different things I could do to hold on to it. But it's going to go. It's going to go in that direction. So if I hold back and I don't accept it, not to say, uh, not to try to stay healthy and all these kind of things, but understand that there is a beginning and an end and be accepting of it. So here's a few um, notes about how long different living entities live in this world, just for perspective. So there is... Um, let's say the, the rabbit lives for 10 years. If you had a 10 year scope and you said, I'm, I'm living for 10 years, what would you think? And how about a guinea pig? Four years. A mosquito fish, that's a fish that eats mosquitoes. He lives for two years. The house mouse, she lives for one year. Dragonfly, four months. Housefly, four weeks. Drone ants, three weeks. Gastrotrich, which is a little um, living entity that lives in the ocean, three days. And how about our friend, the mayfly? From the time it comes out of gestation and jumps out of its little sack, it lives for 24 hours a day. It comes from a category of living entities that are called ephemerotera. And uh, that comes from the word ephemeros, uh, which is Greek for lasting one day. So if you think about it, there are living entities, and I've seen these in India. I'm usually in India in October. And there's these little, uh, tiny little bugs. They're called Diwali germs. And they're born in the afternoon they get really excited about their whole society and you know the opportunity of mating and uh, everything else uh, by the late afternoon. By the evening, uh, they're just going crazy and in the morning, they're all dead. <laughs> their, their, life, their life cycle is about as long as a mayfly, about 24 hours a day. So what do they see and how do they view the world? So I'm saying that I may have a perspective that I'm going to live forever. It's not realistic. But if I understand the ephemeral nature of the body and the cycle that I'm in, it gives me a perspective that uh, I'm moving through here. And when I become accepting of that fact, and I also see that all things will pass and I'm able to let them pass, this sense of fear uh, is no longer, um, tangible and it's it doesn't grip me because i'm accepting so understanding that there is a flow of time it's moving and uh seeing it for what it is observing it but not grabbing onto it and trying to yank it back this is one of the ways in which uh, we can overcome fear and and this is uh this is what is called the way it is <laughs> it, this is how, how it is 
So it, it means embracing reality, seeing things for the, what they are. And there's a saying in one of the ancient wisdom texts called the Srimad Bhagavatam that says that uh, uh, distinguishing, the purpose of the book is distinguishing reality from illusion for the welfare of all. And so embracing that reality and seeing actually what is our essential nature, which is I'm going to talk a little bit uh, about more in detail next, is a way to um, overcome the inevitable uh, fear due, due to irrational thinking that comes in this, uh, along with this body. So I'll just take a couple reflections or, or question to amplify this uh, particular topic. Go ahead, Sarah, I can tell you're ready to go. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were. Okay, do, if you have a reflection or if you have a question about something that had a jagged edge on it that I just mentioned, just let me know. I have a question. So yes. you talk about sort of, sort of rationalizing, you know, things will pass. And for me, it's always that sort of analytical part of my mind that understands that, but the emotional side doesn't always quite get there. How do you kind of force yourself to actually buy into it, I guess? Yeah, that's a very good point. Uh, in, the, in the Bhagavad Gita, there's a description of, of a hierarchy that we're always working with within our own selves. And it's described by many psychologists in different ways. But this is how the Gita, which is a nickname for the Bhagavad Gita, describes it. Lowest of all are the senses. And the senses interact with the world sort of spontaneously. When the senses see something that's an uh, object of their enjoyment, they just grab it. They don't think about it. And above the senses is the mind. The mind is described as a clearinghouse for all the sense impulses. They're all in there. Uh, and then above the mind is the intelligence. And the intelligence has what's called, or can be developed, is called in Sanskrit, vivek, or discrimination, the power to discriminate. So the mind accepts or rejects based on its conditioning. And people accept certain things or reject other things based on how they've conditioned their mind. What's one, one person's food is another person's poison, right? Mm -hmm. So then the intelligence can be developed. And this is called DSI or deliberate spiritual intelligence. When the intelligence becomes discriminating and thinking about uh, if I delay gratification, what is the reward? I mean, that's something that the mind and the senses don't do, but the intelligence does and it can be developed. And above the intellect or the, the buddhi, uh, the intelligence is the atma or the actual conscious self. So it's sitting above all those, but it's taking its information through these other entities. So in one sense, it's important to develop vivek or discrimination by doing what we're doing now. When we have these kinds of discussions, we start to look at the world in a different way rather than just being swept away by the, the current news cycle where everyone has a similar mantra. And as I did, I said in one of my videos recently, if somebody's profiting off the information they're giving you, be careful. Uh, you know, their perspective may not be uh, completely helpful. And so take yourself out of it and think philosophically. Uh, this is this kind of discrimination can actually help you to deal with the situation. At the same time, as you mentioned, there's a kind of a visceral or emotional response that seems to be uh, different from the vivek or the, the buddhi, right? 
And that I'll talk about in the third uh, section here is to have an awareness program and work it every day. So nothing succeeds like having one's own direct realization. And this is called uh, uh, chit, uh, chit samadhi in Sanskrit. So chit means an awareness of our actual spiritual nature beyond the body that there's, there's this um, description in all the wisdom literatures like the Yoga Sutras and elsewhere that the body is a yantra, it's a machine. And we're riding in the machine. So there's a difference between me and the machine. And I can understand that intellectually, but still the emotional part, you know, checks in. And it starts spinning out of control for various reasons. We've talked about in other seminars, for instance, I interpret it in a certain way, and then my body, hearing my, my mind's interpretation of what's happening to me, then reacts. It starts to perspire, and the heart beats faster, and then that sends back to the mind, and the mind says, it must be true, because look at what my body's doing, right? So there's this loop that we get caught in, and the intellect can only do so much. But if we have a spiritual practice, and this is part of the spiritual fitness program that we talk about, that where we can have what's called chit samadhi, we can have even one moment of absorption beyond the flow of time where we're experiencing that I'm actually the witness of all that's going on. I'm not actually my life situation. I'm the life that's, that's observing it. And that's something beyond intellectualizing. Uh, all the wisdom literatures say you can experience for yourself. In other words, you're a conscious being and you can become conscious that you're conscious. And when you see your own consciousness, this is called chit samadhi. You're outside the wheel of time. It's such a nourishing experience. It's uh, beyond time. And this is what gives you the ability actually to uh, move about the world and not get caught in the gears of time that are, you know, grinding away. And if you put your hand in, then the, your arm goes in and you just get pulled in naturally. Like that. Did that help? Yeah, that was awesome. It was really good. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, David. Um, we do have a question on the Zoom chat from Ken. Okay. Uh, question is, how do we align between the new uh, natural and mechanical world to find peace, uh, given we are all just a ripple in the instance in the ocean of time? It, all the, could you say the last sentence again, please? How do we align between the natural and mechanical world to find peace, given we are a, just a ripple instance in the ocean of time? <laughs> well, that's very nice and poetical, too. Um, well, partly what I was just talking about. It's a, it's a matter of uh, developing a perspective, which is what we're doing here, and that any rational human being can do, and which we do all the time. For instance, uh, if you're driving down the freeway and someone hits your new car, how do you feel? Anyone? Be angry, for sure. Okay, so now, uh, how do we philosophize that when we get home and our friends say, bummer, your car got wrecked, you just bought that. And then we say, philosophically, oh, comma, it's just a car, right? That's philosophy. That's a higher perspective. We do it all the time. You know, someone leaves us and then we say, well, there's others in the world. That's philosophy. You know, we're taking a different perspective. 
So this is one thing that we do. And the other thing that we can do is actually have an awareness program or a practice that uh, allows us to introspect and experience something beyond the flow of our own mind and the loop of the mind and the body that are always going on. And this is what's described in the Yoga Sutra. The mind is subjected to these vrittis. Vritti means something that's always turning. They're like little tapes. And we pick them up from the environment and they go in. And until we can actually make the mind placid uh, and be able to see beyond the ruminations and the um, disturbances that are there within the mind, uh, then you can't experience the self. But even in, in, in a practice where you're able to get uh, just a few moments of that kind of experience that I'm okay, in this moment I'm okay, followed by I'm always in this moment. Like right now, we're all okay, right? Simone <laughs> said yes. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Right now you're okay, but your mind, my mind is thinking the future in the future, I cannot be okay. But I'm not in the future, I'm right here. And if you, I mean, this is commonsensical and it's, it's something that's mentioned by many people uh, and philosophers that we're always in the moment. So by the practice of awareness, uh, bringing your awareness to the present and experiencing what it feels like to unburden yourself from always thinking about what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen next, and just saying, what's happening right now? This is one of the practices of, of awareness that uh, help us get out of the machinery of the mind and the, the movements of, of, of time. So we can experience that we're something superior to those movements, something that's an observer of all those things. So it is uh, doable. Okay, so I'll just mention, and I have before, earlier that there's a way that um, I wanted to mention something that the, the philosopher, the German philosopher Hegel brought up. And that is that um, freedom, he said, is, is developed by discipline, which is sounds contradictory because if I'm, if I'm going to be free, uh, I want to uh, just do whatever I want to do. But he gives the example that a child goes to school and has to discipline for later on becoming free to do what he or she wants to do. And so there's a way in which through disciplining our mind through spiritual practice, uh, for instance, introspection, meditation, and selfless service, doing some kind of a service out of compassion and out of a sense of duty to others, it helps us to come to a higher level. This is called karma yoga. I'm doing my work but I'm doing it selflessly. I do some portion of it to start with. It helps put me in this uh, perspective of my higher self and a higher purpose in life. And he, talk, he talked about, did Hegel, the fact that we come to revelation when things actually step outside their normal uh, course of activities. If, um, I'll, I'll tell you what I mean by that. For instance, in a forest, it seems like the, the status quo is that the forest is peaceful and is, is going on growing, but sometimes there's a fire. When I was in Muir Woods uh, last year, I was walking through and I saw a little placard and on it, it talked about the benefits of forest fires. And it, 
it gave a long list of the benefits to the forest, the forest fires. There's a way in which it opens up the canopies of the forest so more light can come in. There's a nutrient-rich soil introduced as soon as the, the forest burns and so forth. And so there's this perspective that when, when there's a, a, a disintegration in my life, that is my reality breaks down, the way I thought things were supposed to be breaks down, then there's a way in which Hegel says, it comes back together and he called it a reconstructed unity. In order to have that, it, it, there has to be periods when it breaks down. We see it in, in nature all the time that uh, things disintegrate, but then they build back up again. So he said, for human beings also, we should be aware of the fact that change and drastic movements outside our normal course of life are not the end of the world. They're actually a part of the process of becoming whole again and realizing a higher aspect of ourselves. And during this corona situation, there's a lot of people talking about that. Like there was this monk, I just read a, an article that he wrote uh, from uh, Wuhan, China. And he was saying, now the air is starting to clear, not so much smog because no cars. People are becoming a little bit more aware of their families. Otherwise they were running out the door going to work every day. I'm not belittling the, the suffering and whatever there is going on due to the um, epidemic, uh, nor was this monk, but he was saying, just see, out of the chaos and out of the disaster comes a different perspective. And this is uh, one of the ways in which uh, Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita is talking about, uh, see how things are always uh, changing. And rather than using the mantra, uh, why me? Why is this happening to me? Why am I being victimized? Take another mantra, which is, what is the lesson? What is the lesson? And keep saying it, what is the lesson? It's very hard to do because the mind is trained to be a victim and say, why me? I shouldn't be suffering like this. My reality should be just the way I wanted it to be. But uh, Krishna and Hegel, they're all saying, no, no, look from a higher perspective. And you'll see when it breaks down, now you have opportunity to look and see how to reconstruct it in a better way. And that's what the monk in Wuhan was talking about, saying, now we can see. And many people are talking like that. Let, let's take a look. Uh, were our lives in the world overheated? Here's an opportunity for us to look and see uh, how to make improvements. Uh, take this opportunity. Um, I just want to yes. let you know that we are live on Facebook as well. Oh, uh, good. Okay. And uh, we do have uh, another 10 minutes left. So we wanted to briefly touch upon the spiritual fitness that you mentioned and potentially have a Japa session at the end. Okay, thanks, JM, for keeping me on track. That's what he does for me all day long. Okay, so uh, just take this very practical mantra, and that is, what's the lesson in this? And that's something you can do for small incidents in your life and for the macro incidents that are going on worldwide. Keep asking, what is the lesson? Is that the way that you take advantage of the, the rich soil that comes from the forest fire? Uh, the, the next point is, uh, be aware of who you are. And it's all aiming towards this in the Bhagavad Gita, See that you're the life and not your life situation. You're observing your life, but you're not the life situation itself. That's always going to change, but you're going to remain the same as the observer of your life situation. That's always a, the home button, the, same, the safe place that you can come back to. 
And as I mentioned earlier, uh, you can see that for yourself, especially if you establish a home practice. And this home practice, you'll be self-determining. And there are a few guidelines that we've put together uh, just as an introductory, just to see what it feels like to pick up a couple of the ancient uh, spiritual practices in our 21-day uh, fitness challenge. And in this, uh, you can take it up, uh, use the parameters as much as you like or as, or as little as you like, but you'll notice when there are some parameters and they're based on the teachings of, uh, you know, the ancient literatures which, which give wisdom, you'll find a way in which your mind becomes more peaceful because you can connect to the program and these, some of these practices, all of these practices are intrinsically beneficial for coming to a higher level of awareness. So um, let, me, let me just, do I have time to briefly discuss what they are, JM? Yes. Do you, um, okay, so they're divided into three categories. Please go ahead. Uh, should I uh, just bring it up uh, on the website? Yeah. You want to share it as well? Okay, you can share the screen, right? Yeah. All right. I'll just share my screen and let me know when you can see it. You able to see the screen? Yes, we can see it just fine. Thank okay, you. Okay, great. So it's on the website. You can um, navigate to just loading you a second. Yeah, hopefully you'll navigate away from the picture as quickly as possible. Uh, While you're waiting. Yeah, so within next steps, there is spiritual fitness link. And if you navigate there, then uh, all the, that section that you described is contained. Okay, so the spiritual fitness uh, 21 day challenge has three aspects, body, mind, and spirit. That can be accessed from here. Oh, okay, good. Should I show the tracker itself or? Sure, why don't you? That'll make it concise for everyone to see. So the tracker can be accessed from here. Yeah. Okay, so here they are. Um, this is for your own edification if you want to use it. And I, I do recommend it because once with human beings, as soon as we see a ladder, we want to climb it. <laughs> and uh, these are um, tried and true uh, principles that really do help to develop a higher awareness. And it's uh, based on three principles, body, mind, and spirit. So in Sanskrit, the body, mind, and spirit are called atma. Atma means the self. So we have this self-awareness as the body and it's our vehicle that's carrying us around. So we have to take care of it. The mind obviously is in the juncture between the, the, the spirit and the body. So the mind can be um, developed. It can be purified. It can be refined, obviously. That's why we go to so much trouble in uh, going to school, reading books, doing so many things. So there's particular ways that we can develop uh, depending on what our aspiration is. And that practice is called sadhana. And then finally, a spirit. So now on body, the first thing 
that uh, in the bodily development for, for spiritual awareness, it's recommended, believe it or not, is uh, sleep. And uh, sleep is a real interesting concept because we're not even sure, sleep researchers are not even sure why we sleep exactly. It's been quite a bit of research at UC Berkeley on sleep. There's a book about it. But in, in yoga practice, when you go to bed a little earlier than you're used to, and you learn to get up a little earlier, earlier means at least before the sun comes up. And the, the more you, you go to bed at a certain time and wake up at a certain time and regulate your sleep, and you're careful about um, not exposing your mind or overstimulating it before you go to sleep, you'll find a great benefit, especially when you get up in the morning and you have some spiritual practices. The other bodily uh, program is eat healthy because um, we are what we eat, not just in body and mind, but also in spirit. And uh, third thing is to walk daily because the, the, uh, the body has to, to move. Some of you are already on exercise programs, whatever it is, but uh, you know this can be added. But the fact is that uh, it's, a, it's an age-old way of getting everything flowing in the body and sort of having some time to think. And um, since uh, sitting is the new smoking, walking, which doesn't require any extra paraphernalia generally, is a good way to, to keep the body healthy. Mind. Wake up to an affirmation. Uh, don't wake up to the 24-hour news cycle. Your mind is very vulnerable when you first wake up in the morning, say the yoga literatures. So the first thing in the morning, uh, when you start, the first thing you say that comes out of your mouth is an aphorism that helps you to focus on the present. And we've recommended one on the uh, website. You can use your own, but we've given some recommended mantra. And then for the mind, the greet the day with a map. And that is to, to know what you're doing. Um, obviously, we get into a routine, so we kind of think we know where we're going. But the more deliberate we are when we wake up in the morning before we start in uh, knowing what our three main priorities are, uh, the more focus will be and the more the mind will be controlled. And the next one is to manage screen time. This is one of the prohibitions. Uh, and in this, we recommend that if you're going to use screen time, then be deliberate about why you're going on the screen. Don't just scroll mindlessly because you can waste a lot of time and it's, it starts to scramble your brain <laughs> and leave it uh, far adrift in many different places. But if you decide, why am I going on? What am I looking for ahead of time? It avoids your mind getting caught in this endless loop. And finally, for the spirit section in the 21-day challenge, I do mantra meditation. The mantra meditation, mantra is very, very powerful in uplifting the mind and giving us a, a perspective of our higher self. Well, in this kind of meditation, you say the mantra out loud so you can hear it and you listen to the sound and you keep bringing your mind back to the sound vibration. Uh, next, I mentioned a moment ago is selfless service. Uh, do some service in which you're not expecting any remuneration. And you'll notice right away, it's, it's uh, miraculous, that you just naturally feel happy. You start to feel free. It's counterintuitive because oftentimes the mind thinks like, I have to get something for this. I have to at least get some recognition. So don't take any. I do something every day for selfless service without recognition and see how you feel. And finally, the gratitude journal. 
this is almost a universal on anybody's list for you know spiritual edification but start by uh, jotting down the things you're grateful for the mind may resist and say yeah but you know my life's so messed up and you know what about all my you know my 401k and blah 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 find the things that you're grateful for right now and you can start with the most mundane things in your life like i'm sitting at a desk right now where did it come from somebody built it and a tree offered the wood and you know you can get in an infinite gratitude loop which is a really good place to be so these are very fundamental uh points and uh you want to say more about the the practical aspect jm Sure. Yeah. So uh, the tracker ads itself is available on the website that can be downloaded and printed uh, and uh, it can be followed. Uh, we are planning to review this uh, on a weekly basis. Our next program is uh, next Friday. So where uh, we will be reviewing, like, uh, why should be reviewing what, uh, what are the pra uh, practices he has followed and he will share some of the reflection. And we encourage you to join and share your reflection as well. Yeah, so it, it's practical. So getting a little off of the philosophical points that I've been making and then coming down to this practical, kind of where the rubber meets the road, you try these things and don't think you have to be perfect at them and don't think you have to do everything, but just think about it and think like, which parts could I do, even if it's a, t a molecule? Don't worry about doing just one molecule of this. Even if it's a tiny molecule, you'll notice that the intentionality behind it and just trying some of it, even if you're not as successful the way you think you should be, uh, it doesn't matter. Just focus on these, as many as you can do, and then we can discuss it because in a group discussion, we'll see that uh, what are the trials and um, successes of everyone else in the group. And it is very, very powerful to have this practice, uh, the uh, practice of an awareness program every day. So now we'll take some uh, final reflections just before um, we end the session and then move into the, the last part, which is completely um, voluntary for anyone who wants to stay. Uh, we normally at some of the uh, corporate events would have an extra session for a few minutes with mantra meditation. So anyone who wants to stay after on this call, uh, we can uh, go into that experimental stage through our social distancing here <laughs> and try mantra meditation on Zoom together. Is that okay, JM? Yes. So any last uh, comments or reflections from today's uh, meeting? I have a reflection. Yes. Um, the, the tracker you showed, I liked what you said around every human wants to climb a ladder, right? Because I really found my mind trying to check the boxes right away. And what I realized is that um, in the collective consciousness, there seems to be so much fear and anxiety buzzing around that even with all of the spiritual practices that I'm going through daily, that I still find myself overcome with anxiety and fear. And um, reminding myself to be gentle with myself around that has been my practice. Like it's okay to feel anxious, I'm human on all of that. But I wonder if you have any other advice for someone who is trying to live in a healthy state and live in a responsible way, yet also continue to live life. Yeah, well, one thing is the, um, the, the spiritual practices that I've mentioned at the end, 
uh, especially mantra meditation, it's, a, it's like an infusion of something that's not from the same a plane of consciousness that's creating the fear and anxiety. And this is what mantra actually means. Man means mind, comes from manas, mind. And tra means from the word in Sanskrit, chayate, which means to lift you up above it. So, you know, let's just say we're in an ocean of anxiety right now, which is a pretty good description. <laughs> and all you have to be is an inch above the water. Like if you're in the ocean and you're drowning, you don't have to, you know, be pulled totally out. Even if you're one inch about it, above it, you can breathe. We need some oxygen, spiritual oxygen. And the point is you can get it from the mantra. So it's just like medicine if you say, and that's sometimes the mantra is described, it's called ashaudi. Ashaudi means medicine. So if you take medicine and you try, let's say you trust the doctor, you trust the clinical studies, everything's there. And you say, I'm gonna take the medicine. And then you just say, okay, it hasn't worked yet, but I know it's gonna work because I'm taking it. There's even a relief, even knowing that you have good medicine, even before it actually, uh, you know, viscerally affects you, you start to think, uh, yeah, I've got something, you know, it, it relieves that anxiety, like I'm doing something about it. And so if you practice mantra every day, and what we recommend in the 21 day fitness uh, challenge is that uh, do it consistently. And don't give up because the first few days you know, it didn't relieve your anxiety or something like that, but just trust the medicine and do it regularly. And the practice is again, to repeat the mantra, listen to it and let the medicine act on its own. And the, the practice is called Sankhya Purvaka, which means numerical strength. Count the number of mantras that you do every day. And I'll show you in the second session, we'll start here at about one minute, how to do that, keep a record of them and be consistent over time. And that's some place where you can tie the horse of your mind, you know, to the proverbial pole. So it doesn't just run off again. It's like, good horse, stay here. Let's, you know, wait right here. You're going to be okay. And that's what the mantra is. It gives you a place to tie the mind and, and, you know, calm it down and then actually rise above it. Is that all right? Okay. So, uh, so that we don't keep everybody longer than, um, than, than necessary, because I'm assuming that you're all very busy and have places to go and people to meet. <laughs> Sarah's going, no. <laughs> okay. Well, um, in that case, if there's one more comment, just after the next one, I'll start the session on, on mantra meditation and that we can try together. Anybody else have one last comment or reflection on today's topics? I just wanna say that just being here is um, very relaxing and you know, you can see where the benefits of just doing it daily can, can accumulate. Yes, good. Yeah, and I feel the same way. You know, the fact that we're together and that you know, we have an opportunity to discuss uh, ways in which to develop our perspective and that there, there are you know, spiritual medicines that you can take to elevate yourself that are very practical. You know, it gives hope. Otherwise, there's a, you know, on the material plane, there's an endless loop. No matter what solution you have to a material problem, a material solution to a material problem, 
it, it doesn't quite get it. It doesn't solve it altogether. In fact, there's, there's a, 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 a saint named Prahlad. He was five years old. And, you know, he has all these amazing teachings that he gives in this ancient literature called the Srimad Bhagavatam. And then there he says, generally, uh, as far as material solutions go, they usually make things worse <laughs> due to the, the law of unintended consequences and other things. Certain kinds of ways we try to fix one problem and then we create, you know, three more because of that. And that's why it's important to take time in your life every day to create a, a sacred space. And part of it is what we're doing right now. It's called satsang. It's, it's to talk about reality at a higher level. It will stick with you. You'll see throughout today, you'll have a different perspective just because we met and we talked about it. And I will too. And we'll, we'll feel the strength in, in uh, being together and discussing it together. And that's the way to move uh, above the, that ocean I was talking about. Thank you very much. That was great having you. So now um, we're going to try. The, of course, Manu is here. She's the head of the, um, the Japa uh, retreat that happens regularly at her corporation downtown San Francisco. Do you want to say a couple of words, Manu, about the ways in which uh, you've conducted the, um, the meditation, mantra meditation workshops at your uh, company? Uh, yes, thank you uh, for uh, joining. So um, I think we have uh, the Japa circle, like the mantra meditation circles where we meet up. And uh, I think most of them who come have already experienced one workshop with you. So they get a bead, set of beads, and then using those beads, uh, we do the, the mantra meditation. And the mantra that we use is a 16-word, 32-syllable mantra, which I think Dr. Uh, Shikha will introduce today as well. So um, we do as a group in a circle. And I feel like most of us benefit uh, gathering up uh, once in two weeks and also having like a separate space where we can catch up with each other. And also I think uh, once this is like an introduction and then everyone also can have a home practice. That's a big deal. Yeah. And, and let me ask you, do the, do the participants in your group, do they like it? Yes. I think uh, there are a few of them who are here. So. <laughs> Sarah's going like this. <laughs> okay. Great. All right, so um, mantra meditation. I'll just, uh, this is extra session now. So those of you who have to go uh, and do work or, or anything else, feel free. I won't feel bad about it. Um, japa. Japa is a kind of uh, self uh, practice that you can transport anywhere. And interestingly, that the ancient yoga scriptures like the Padma Purana, which is a really famous one from thousands of years ago, says that yoga and developing awareness begins with the tongue. The tongue is the gateway to all the other senses. In fact, um, it's mentioned there that if you, control the, if you can control the tongue, you can control all the other senses. It's like the gateway sense. And so one of the ways in which to control the tongue is by using it to uh, make the sound of the mantra. And the, uh, the mantra is the, uh, the point of meditation or the object of meditation. 
So, JM, is there a way to project the mantra onto the screen? You want to put it up there and share or something like that? Sure. Uh, just give me a second. I'll bring it up soon. Okay. So, when we do mantra or japa, mantra japa, or mantra meditation, uh, we generally use some counting method. So, there's different ways you can do it. I'll show you a modern means. Here, I just happen to have in my pocket because I always carry it with me. Can you see this? I can't see myself now, so I'm not sure what it, if it's showing. Here, this is oh, we can see it. Yes, thank you. made in China, and it is a little counter. <laughs> and it's a digital counter. It goes into the thousands, actually. It has a little button on it, and every time I chant a mantra, I will push the button, and then I can count it. So for instance, if I go for a walk uh, somewhere, I bring it with me on my finger, and as I'm walking along, I do my mantras, and then I count them. And then there's another way. Um, there are these beads. These are called japa beads. And these beads have 108. Mine have 108 on them. And then you would use your thumb and middle finger to grasp the beads, or one bead. And then you do one mantra per bead. And in this way, when you do your mantra meditation, you can um, grasp each bead. And when you do one mantra, then you move to the next. And then you're on number two, number three, number four. So in my case, if I did one mantra per, and I'm not going to go this fast when I'm chanting, I hope. <laughs> I'm going all the way to the other end, one at a time. And I come back to the head bead. And then I stop. And I turn around and I go the other way. And now, um, if I've gone all the way around once, that is what's called one round, and that would be 108 mantras. So let's just say that I was doing a home practice and I wanted to do um, maybe one round a day, so I do 108 mantras, which would probably take around seven to 10 minutes, depending on how fast you go and say the mantra. That would be a, that would be a big deal for a home practice. The other third way is to use your hand and my teacher uh, many years ago showed me how to count on my hands uh, in case I didn't have any other way to count. And it goes like this. One, why don't you try this? Everyone hold up your hand. You can go, uh, the thumb goes to the middle section of your uh, ring finger. One, to the bottom, two. Bottom of your small finger, three. Middle, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, ten. 10. So there you have uh, multiples of 10. You can do multiples of 10 and keep track in that way. So to reiterate, this is called Sankhya Purvaka. In Sanskrit, Sankhya means to count. Purvaka means that you get this strength from being consistent. So in your, in your home practice, uh, count how many mantras, make a goal and say, I'm going to do a certain number of mantras. So let's just say you're going to do 10 mantras a day without fail. You know, carve out the time. And here's the next phase that can be helpful. I talked about how sometimes I... I'm walking and I'm chanting, but for my primary practice at home, I sit. 
And there's three aspects to this is um, posture. When you sit a little straighter, it brings your whole mental system to attention. And I see some of you straightening up now. And as soon as you straighten up for an interview, at the, inter the interviewer starts to think, oh, this person is very serious. And when you yourself straighten up, then your mind starts to think, oh, this is something serious. And then uh, pronunciation. Pronounce the mantra uh, clearly with your tongue so that you're actually saying each one of the syllables. And this engages your tongue and then listen very carefully. And the third part is prayer. Say it as a kind of uh, a way that the best way I can describe this to create this mood is like, I need help. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm open to <laughs> some intervention here. And if you, if you say it in that mood, uh, sort of putting it out there as, um, please, I'm helpless, bring some help, and you're saying it in that way, you'll find that it really opens you up to the power of the mantra. So those are the three Ps, which are pronunciation, posture, pronunciation, and prayer. And um, <clears throat> then the, the next principle is to just be aware that you're chanting. Sometimes we can do something and we're not even aware we're doing it. We just do it and then our mind runs off and our tongue's still doing it. For instance, you can be reading a book and go through a whole paragraph and then realize that you were thinking about paying your taxes rather than uh, absorbing what's in the paragraph. And um, this is um, the nature of distraction. So in the mantra, be aware that you're chanting and keep coming back to the awareness that you're chanting. And it doesn't have to be any profound um, practice other than this. And that is just bringing your awareness back to the sound of the mantra. And remember, I'm, I'm chanting right now. And you'll find that that's a very important mindless, uh, a mindfulness a practice that will have great benefits throughout the day. So those are some of the principles. And before we try it, do you have any questions about the, uh, uh, the chanting itself? Anyone? Okay, then. Uh, are you ready to uh, put the mantra up? Yeah. And I'll tell, I'll tell a little bit about the mantra. This mantra comes from a, uh, an ancient yoga text uh, called the Upanishads. And in this Upanishad, this mantra was given, some say it's hundreds of thousands of years old. And this mantra has been used by uh, yogis for millennia. So it has three words only, Hare, Krishna, and Rama. And Hare means the energy of our original divine source. Krishna means the attractive feature, means it's beyond um, the... Um, shadow of this material world beyond darkness it means all light and beauty and rama means spiritual happiness the source of all actual happiness so the mantra is uh, <clears throat> pronounced like this hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare that's one mantra. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. It's symmetrical. Every word has two syllables. 
and uh, 16 words, 32 syllables. So um, let your um, mind uh, go to the mantra as you pronounce it. And you can also look at the words on the screen and keep bringing your eyes and your um, listening power back to the mantra as you chant it. So now um, I'm gonna count on my um, beads and we're gonna try to do together up to um, about, um, let's, let's do like um, 54 mantras together. Candace, does that sound okay? Okay. <laughs> all right. So what we'll do is um, we're all on mute, um, except for me, I think. And then we'll, we'll just um, say the mantra to yourself and stop uh, when you see me stop, and then we'll take a few reflections. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. 
हरे राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Just sit for 30 seconds and feel that the vibration has gone into your mind, into your heart. And whatever goes into the ears ends up in the bay of your heart. And the vibration of the mantra will naturally do its work like medicine. Most medicine you either take intravenously or you take orally. But this you take through the ear. And then it goes into the heart. And from the heart, we develop our perspective, our emotions are formed. And there's a purification process that takes place from the mantra. This is the very strong proclamation of all the ancient yoga texts. And there's much written about it by yogis and bhakti practitioners throughout the ages who have described the effects of chanting. So now we'll just come back for a second into the group and see if there's any um, reflections or questions from the chanting session. Like uh, reflection means, did your mind run away and did you um, noticeably bring it back? Or um, was it um, something that you felt um, took you away from the, the, the waves of anxiety or did they increase when you started chanting? What was your experience? I don't have a problem sharing my opinion. As you okay. can see, the third time I talk, but um, I, um, after I repeated it a few times, then I noticed that I was then listening to, or just trying to listen as well and that kind of brought me deeper into it and it became easier and more enjoyable as it was going thank you thank you very much i really like what you said about trying to listen and oftentimes we don't notice the way we're taking in sensory input from the world that just happens but when you're doing japa meditation it's a time when you can be uh, very aware of how you're processing things. And you can also be aware of the fact that you can be doing something without listening to it, especially when your mind's in anxiety. It keeps going, yes, but, yes, but, you know, something else, something else. And then it's your opportunity to actually bring your mind back, bring your mind back, bring your mind back, and be aware that you're chanting. Thank you for sharing. Let's have a few more. What was your experience? What were your challenges? And if you have any question, 
I can go next. Um, yeah. So when I started, I was, uh, you know, my mind was saying that, you know, that, you know just for an experience, I was feeling that, uh, you know, having everyone together online is different than doing it remotely. My mind was uh, again, again, giving me these thoughts, but then actually this, I mean, when I kept bringing the focus back, actually I felt like this was the best chanting. Nice. Thank you. So you're saying at first you were thinking that it's different from when you sit together in your, in the meditation room at, at your company, all in a circle. And then you started when you became more aware of the mantra and that everyone else is doing it online here, you, you sort of felt that same experience or you said it was even better. Yes. Well, that's good. Okay, great. What else? Take any insights you have because they're very valuable. I like. Yes. Bounding on. Whoever's speaking up, there was a, you were there and then it uh, dropped off. Okay, well, we're sure. Yeah, go I ahead. Care, uh, so when we started, uh, I, it was good. And then I got into this anxiety mode. When is it going to get over? And will I be able to focus? And I have this tendency, like when I start something, I just want to quickly finish it. And the same thing kind of crept in. And then I stopped chanting and I just uh, listened to you like uh, the earlier gentleman said, and that helped me to kind of stay focused for the next uh, few minutes. Okay, good. Thank you for sharing that. That's really important information because it's, it's normal for the mind to take off and jump back into the, the um, ocean of anxiety. And part of the practice of meditation, the discipline is then bringing it back out into the mantra it's the place it's a, a place above the ocean where you can actually take shelter and you keep doing that and practicing and see how it feels the latest video that i think i just released um, is about this that there's the flow of time where the mind is thinking when's this going to be over how long is this going to be we're aware of the fact that there's a beginning and an end there is a point uh, called absorption or samadhi where you no longer become aware of the time factor. And this is where uh, most of the uh, spiritual advancement and realization takes place. And so even if you can get in that space for just one mantra a day or every week, you can have that experience, or even once a month, you can have that experience. It will sustain you because it's, it's not the usual course of the mind. The usual course of the mind is to be swept away. Okay, let's hear a couple more. Because these are good, really good. Go ahead and share if, if you chanted along and you had any experience at all or have a, a um, question you want to ask. Um, I'll speak up. I okay. ended up getting very, um, my, my mouth ended up getting very tired partway through. So I ended up just uh, kind of listening instead. Um, you know, and uh, just kind of listening to how the flow of it changed, it became more uh, less individual words and more like a song. Nice, nice. But, yeah. yeah, so I, I had a very hard time kind of getting back on board with uh, 
actually speaking out loud, just I found that I was tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good so. feedback. And, and just the exercise itself of being aware how you feel and what the experience is, you know, this is the practice. You're really getting in touch with, uh, you know, uh, where your mind's going, uh, what its uh, preferences are and things like that. And, and this kind of practice, um, when you're doing it on a regular basis, it starts to train the mind and the senses in a way that has a systemic effect on, on your life. And um, the, the repetition of the mantra, there's a, a, an instruction given in a, in a book that's about 500 years old called the Upadesh Amrita. Uh, Upadesh means advice and Amrita means nectar. So it's called the nectar of advice. And in it, it talks about this chanting and it says, it compares it um, to a kind of medicine that's taken when somebody has jaundice. Jaundice is a disease that... Uh, your bile makes, uh, your, your, um, your body's making too much bile, which is a very bitter substance and everything tastes bitter. You actually turn yellow. And so uh, when, you've, when you take the medicine, which is sugarcane juice, then uh, it tastes bitter and you feel like, oh, I don't like this. But then the, the, the author of the book says, but keep taking the, the, the medicine and as you're um, getting cured, then you'll taste the sweetness. So it says the same thing with the mantra, it has its own sweetness, but in the beginning, to me, it tastes like this doesn't taste very good. So he says, just keep taking it, because then you're gonna get to a point where you go, oh, I think that tasted good. And sometimes there's a delayed reaction. Oftentimes when we do this kind of meditation, in the moment, you're not experiencing anything profound, but when you walk away from it, you'll notice, or it'll come back and repeat on you later, and you'll notice, oh, something went in there that was not common. And it's just that observation that you'll notice if you do this on a regular basis, that um, it starts to have a systemic effect on you. And you'll notice that it's kind of like medicine. JM, any um, comments about timing and so forth? Because as you know, if you give, leave me to my own devices, I'll just keep going here. <laughs> I think we should let everybody off to their own um, races here. Yes, um, that was a great session. And if there are any questions, feedback, comments, who sent across, uh, both through the email or through website, uh, we'll be eager to take them into account for our next session, uh, plan schedule for next week. Yeah, and there should be, you know, if, if any of you want to look into the 21 day challenge and just try it out. And again, don't, don't think there's any obligation. You don't have to fill in every blank. But if you become aware of it and see what you can do, then it'll be one of the topics that we bring up when we meet next time. And we'll be putting that out there when we get together. That can be a jumping off point. Well, I thank you very much, everybody, for joining in. It's really nice uh, to be together. And uh, we'll, we'll be, um, as, as much as I, I can from this uh, little perch I have here I'll be uh, checking in and trying to keep us all together so we can keep this vibration going. And um, from, the, from the vibration, we can uh, develop a little perspective and also we can uh, hopefully spread it to other people as well. I thank you very, very much for taking your valuable time. It was really, really an honor to be with you. Thank you. Okay, thank you.
always keep the transcendental vibration going and um, remember where attention goes, energy flows. Thank you. See you all soon. Not to the Armarman, 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 not to the Armarman.